agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to roll and get moving with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Scott visiting again with you this morning. As we leave that milk house and head up that barn alley, 62 degrees here in Eau Claire. Plenty to do today. Let's get after it, shall we? The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The long way around. We're going to be taking that to a nice day this morning. Some rain falling out there right now. You're going to get your head wet as you walk across the barnyard, farmyard this morning to get out after your chores. But after that, it's going to be pleasant. We'll be talking about that in a while. Meanwhile... It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump is sounding off on Joe Biden. On Twitter, the president questioned when his Democratic rival would criticize Antifa and anarchists that he blames for unrest in cities across the country. Trump claims Biden cannot condemn those groups out of fear of losing votes. He said Biden is forced to be weak on crime because of his need to court radical left voters. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is laying out what could lead to a new deal on a stimulus bill. Enhanced uh, help for small businesses at levels she would agree with. Literally help for uh, uh, daycare and hospitals at levels she would agree with. On NBC's Meet the Press, Meadows said President Trump would be willing to sign a bill with enhanced unemployment benefit levels that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi could agree with. Talks on a new stimulus package between the White House and Democrats have been stalled for weeks. Former President Obama, one of many paying tribute to Chadwick Boseman. The actor died at the age of 43 of colon cancer on Friday. Obama tweeted, you could tell right away he was blessed and to be young, gifted, and black to use that power to give them heroes to look up to, to do it all while in pain, what a use of his years. Vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris wrote that her fellow Howard University alum was brilliant, kind, learned, and humble. South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster ordered all flags at the Statehouse to fly at half-staff Sunday in memory of the actor. Jobs and unemployment numbers for August are this week's big economic stories. The ADP private payrolls jobs report is due Wednesday, along with July's factory orders. Thursday brings the weekly look at first-time claims for unemployment benefits. Job creation and unemployment for August will be out Friday, and economists are forecasting unemployment falling below 10%, but the pace of job creation slowing from July. And illusionist David Blaine is in Arizona preparing for the most exciting project of his life. Blaine is going to attempt what he's calling Ascension, where he's going to hold on to 52 weather balloons and float up around 18,000 feet into the sky. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Where has the Pioneer Audio Tour taken me today? I'm at the Center for Seed Apply Technologies in Johnston, Iowa. They call it the CSAT building, and it's where Pioneer tests Lumigen seed treatments. It's a gigantic three-story high structure. I'm in front of several aluminum gravity tables drying thousands of separated bright red and green seats. They're like rivers of color. Hold on, I'm going to let someone pass. I can't tell you where else in this building these seats need to go, but I can tell you why. Everything that's done here, from polymer testing to metering, is part of a process to develop seed treatments that protect yield against pests, like nematodes and early season diseases. Because better protection means better performance, means better yield potential. 
the CSAT building, another place that makes Pioneer Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 62 degrees and uh, kind of a rainy start to this Monday morning, the last day of August. It's going to be the meteorological meteorological summer's end, even though it's a few weeks yet until we look at the real uh, autumn coming up here. 62 degrees, as I said, here in Eau Claire, La Crosse has 63. Marshfield's at 59, Green Bay at 57, Rice Lake's at 60, Wausau 57, Madison is at 61, Milwaukee is at 68, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge getting ready for school start this morning is says it's 60 degrees, and again, it's that last day of the meteorological summer, and it's raining, and we're expected to have some rain for a while this morning, but then later today it'll be clearing with a northwest breeze. There will be a quiet start to September, that's expected anyway, through this week, with highs in the 70s expected for most of the week. Today we're looking at a high of 73 with a low of 50. Tomorrow a high of 74 with a low of 55. Wednesday the warm day with a high of 80 and a low of 62. And Thursday a high of 72 and a low of 49. You won't get to see that big old waxing gibbous moon coming up taking us into that new big full corn moon this morning. It's a couple of days off yet, but it's going to be a pleasant one after the rain moves through. Could use a little rain yet anyway. No. Yep, 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 no worries. Be there in a jiffy. Did you know a jiffy's an actual unit of time? One-fiftieth of a second. Well, did you know Cricket has nationwide 5G? Whoa, so I can use my phone faster than ever. Yep. Okay, okay, but how many jiffies would it take exactly? Uh... One jiffy, two jiffy... Surprising, but true. Cricket has nationwide 5G. Smile, you're on Cricket. Compatible plan and device required for 5G access. 5G may not be available in your area. For 5G coverage, see cricketwireless.com. Making safety a priority on the farm is an everyday decision. We buckle up when we get behind the wheel. We cook our food to a safe temperature. And we have a plan when the unexpected happens. Farm safety should be no different. Our team at Ag Country Farm Credit Services reminds you to look twice when moving large equipment and think twice before entering that grain bin and use every resource you have to stay safe out there. At Ag Country, our focus is you, your safety, and your success. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six minutes past five as we keep rolling up the barn alley with the morning chores here at the Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at the morning markets. Fed beef steers are at 101 to 109 with mixed selling 93 to a dollar. Fed beef heifers at a dollar to a dollar 11 with mixed 75 to 99 and a half. Fed Holstein steers are at 86 to 94 and a quarter with select. 70 to 85. Cows are at 45 to 70. Bulls 69 to 95. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 32 and down. Sows 13 to 16. Boars 5 and down. New crop market lambs are at 117 to 136. Old crop 
lambs at 110 to 117, and feeder lambs are at 135 to 198. On the livestock futures, live cattle for August are at 103.22. That's down, up a quarter. October is at 104.90, down 125. December, 108.50, down 85. And February, 111.85, down 85 cents. Feeder cattle for September are at 140.02. That's down $1.20. October, 140.17, down 97 cents. November, 140.60, that's down a dollar. January, 138.65, down 130. And March, 138.22, down 122. Lean hogs for October at 53.65. Down two dollars and seven cents. December fifty-five twenty down one thirty-seven. February sixty-one ninety-seven down eighty-seven cents. And April sixty-six sixty-two down fifty-five. A uh, look at the dairy markets. Cheese ended the week on Friday with barrels down one at one forty-three. Forty-pound blocks at one eighty-two and three quarters. That was down three and three quarters. And grade double A butter at one forty four and three quarters was down two. The class three milk futures, September's at fifteen sixty nine, up twenty two. October seventeen sixty four up twenty nine. November seventeen thirty four up eleven. December sixteen seventy seven was steady or is steady, and those prices are mostly up through June. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When the tent goes up, the prices go down during Artisan's Boutique Lit's Labor Day tent sale, happening Wednesday, September 2nd through Wednesday, September 9th. Thousands of Artisan's garments for the entire family at 50% off throughout the store and tent. Artisan's Boutique Lit, located just a short drive east of Ladysmith on Highway 8 in Glen Flora, or see their new store on Minor Avenue in Ladysmith. Artisan's Boutique Lit, open Monday through Saturday, 9 until 5, and Sundays, 11 until 4, and Labor Day. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 62 degrees at 10 after 5 as we roll on with the morning chores. We talked about him Friday. A guy I've known for a long time, Derek Meyer over at Amory High School. I've known him since he was a young fella. Great wrestler over at Loyal High School while I was coaching over there, helping out anyway. He was named one of Wisconsin's Teachers of the Year. Five were named, and I got to talk with Derek about that award after a while on Friday. Derek Meyer, a Wisconsin Teacher of the Year. Derek, of course, many of us know as the agri-science teacher at Amory Public Schools. Congratulations, Derek. That's quite an honor. Thank you, Scott. It's just uh, an amazing thing, something I never thought would possibly happen i'm just very honored and humbled to be put into a category with so many amazing teachers and i just um think back to my younger years and all the amazing teachers i had and and uh 
they've uh, is just very exciting for me. Thank you. Now those younger years with the teachers, I saw your acceptance presentation uh, recording, and you mentioned even one of them very early on led you down the path with having animals in the classroom. Yes, uh, my my kindergarten teacher, she uh, she's very inspiring to me. She Mrs. Pickett was her name, and she uh, uh, from Loyal, Wisconsin, and she was. Uh, even at a, a very young age, and, and which is amazing to me because she, at that time they only had us for a half a day, and she was so inspiring. She had animals in her classroom. She had uh, Thumper, the rabbit that ran around our classroom, and we had to take care of him. And uh, and then he, she also had a hamster, and and uh, that's something that I have today. I think I have uh, I have about 500 fish, and I have uh, 30 30 some small animals my dogs come to my class every day i have four dogs that uh greet the kids when they come in and um so that's very inspired by by mrs pickett and many others i know of and derek what gets you into that classroom every day what inspires you what's it like to see young minds opening up as you work with them that's a job that i just I, I can't say enough about uh, the kids that I have in my in my program. It just seems like every year it gets better and better. The kids, the quality of kids, and the the drive that they have to you know push themselves as hard as they can. And and uh, you know I I just love coming to school every day. I don't think there's a day that goes by that I'm you know thinking that uh, I wish I wasn't here. It's, it's always I I'm so happy I'm here. I can't wait to to start the day because I, I want to see what the kids can do now. And uh, we've done some pretty amazing things over in Amory with our program, and just very mm-hmm. proud of of the of the kids and and what we've what we've accomplished. Well, Derek, as an old loyal alumnus myself, uh, I'm sure all the old folks over at Loyal congratulate you for sure, and. I know the folks that up at Amory are really proud of what you've done. Congratulations again. Yeah, thank you, Scott. I I appreciate that. I you know I think of Loyal a lot. I, that's a it was a great community to grow up in. We had fantastic teachers there that uh, really molded me. You know from from kindergarten all the way through high school, and uh, I just uh, can't say enough about my time in Loyal and and. The, the excellent community um, of Loyal, Wisconsin. Wow, thanks a lot. Again, that's Derek Meyer, Teacher of the Year in Wisconsin, Agri-Science Teacher at Amory High School. Congratulations, Derek. Thank you, Scott. I'm Scott Schultz. Derek Meyer came from a good cut of folks over there at Loyal. Congratulations again, Derek. We saved serious cash with our Progressive Home and Auto Bundle and used the money to buy a new boat. Who's ready to water ski? (laughs) This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough for a new boat. They'll probably spend it on rent or gas money or maybe one of those little plastic wading pools for the yard. Ahoy there! Is what the captain might say on the toy boat in your wading pool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. 
Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Buer Lumber and Prentice isn't just a sawmill, it's a family-owned and operated business, and they want you to join their family. Buer Lumber is looking for skilled laborers, maintenance, forklift operators, electricians, and second shift general laborers. They offer a competitive salary with affordable benefits such as medical, dental, and vision. Apply online at BuerLumber.com. That's B-I-E-W-E-R Lumber.com. Or call 715-428-2762. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy will have a beef animal sale on September 1st at 11 a.m. and another dairy cattle sale on September 2nd at 11 a.m. That beef sale includes 15 Angus Hereford and Charlotte cow-calf pairs, 11 very good quality red Angus cows, 21 red and black Angus steers and heifers, 700 to 800 pounds, 10 Angus steers, 500 to 600 pounds, 10 Holstein steers, 500 to 600 pounds and eight Holstein steers, 450 to 550 pounds. That September 2nd dairy sale includes the complete herd dispersal from Moore Farms at Stanley. Also, 14 dairy cows from Utterful Dairy, registered Holstein cows from So Fine Bovines at Westfield, and Holstein Springing Heifers from Headland Farms. Premier Livestock is excited to work with Cattle USA for online bidding through cattleusa.com. Call 715 715- 5229-2500 or visit premierlivestockandauctions.com Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report Again, some rain and 62 degrees here in Eau Claire as we move up the barn alley with the morning chores. Let's have a quick look at a little bit more farm news. The prospects for propane availability for crop drying are good this year. DTN is reporting that less crop drying will be required for this year's harvest compared with the 2019 harvest. And propane analysts, as a result, are saying propane supplies appear to be plentiful with prices expected to be steady. Late plantings and the late maturity and harvesting of crops last year stressed demands for propane used for drying and harvesting, uh, drying those harvested crops last year. Well, there was a, we mentioned Premier Livestock a minute ago. There's a big old horse sale over there a week or so ago, and Bob stopped by and got to catch up with one of the organizers and had a nice interview with him. The horse population in Wisconsin got a little bigger in the past few weeks. That's because Dean Nolan of Dean Nolan Livestock down in Bondwell brought about uh, 150 trail horses in to sell at a sale over at Premier Livestock in Stratford. And, Dean, tell us about the history of those horses you brought in. It's an interesting story of where you got them and what they were all about. They come from Wyoming, Bob. They were used for at a rental place. And uh, they spent their last, you know, the Yellowstone Lake uh, Lodge Company, which has been in business forever. And this year, when it come time to get horses, they just decided not to, they didn't want to lease, or they couldn't lease any horses. It was a corporate decision They because uh, of the COVID. So we had to do something with our horses. So that's what we decided to do with them. We brought them back here. We fed them for three months. We had a little better feed situation here, so we fed them for three months, and then we set it up with Premier to have a little sale and and sell them. So we're good, actually. It did work very good. But tell us about 
bringing those horses back to Wisconsin. You just didn't bring them back here one week and take them to Premier to sell them. You guys, uh, you and your staff, actually put a, a lot of work in on these horses so you knew what you were selling and you could relate that information to the prospective buyers both online and at the sale barn. Yeah, and the, the person that was in charge of, of uh, the place they come from, they gave us a little insight to, you know, the ones that needed this or needed that or, you know, that, that really helped us. And then we rode through them all and, and um, they're, like their feet and stuff, we got all their feet trimmed. They, looked, they actually look very good on sale day. And um, we had a lot of participants. But uh, there's, there's a lot of people looking for horses. It's, the horse market is, it's a little wild right now. Not a lot of horses around, though. Not a lot of riding horses. They're hard to get. And one of the things I noticed about the horses that were in the sale, a lot of draft horse crosses. Now, is that something that trail riders want, or that's something that works better out in the West where you've got a little different terrain than you do around Wisconsin? Yeah, you know, they like some bigger horses. They, you know, people are getting bigger, and they're hunters. They use them for hunting horses in the fall. So, you know, their customers get a little bigger, and, and uh, them horses, they... If they spook or something, you know, it's a little slower reaction. And they're just more durable. They they can handle a little more. And, uh, yeah, they really like them. The, the, the crossbred horse thing has gotten to be a big thing. I mean, just because they're a little slower moving and, and uh, slower paced. And that's what trail riders want, that's for sure. Dean Nolan with us from Dean Nolan Livestock in the Bondwell area, one of the... Uh, well, one of the guys in the country that knows horses and knows where those horses are. Dean, you do a lot of work and conversation with uh, folks out in the West. What's been the situation since COVID came in and their ability to do business with horses, take people on trail rides and things like that? You know, to start with, in, in May there, it didn't look like they were going to be able to do anything. So, of course, there's a lot of panic and stuff. And then as summer went on, Wyoming opened up first, you know, like around Jackson and, and up through Dubois and stuff. Their restrictions weren't quite as tough as what Montana's were. But, you know, by the 20th of June, everybody seemed to be back on track and I think probably had a busier summer than ever. I mean, they said everybody I talked to now that we rent horses to and stuff, they were short of horses after the fact, but had as good as, like, June and July as they've ever had in history, just... I believe that people just stay in the United States instead of traveling here and there and uh, try to get their vacations done right here, which I think is a great thing. How big is this horse rental or horse leasing industry? You think of those ranches out west, be it Dude Ranch or the Cowboy Experience, so to speak, and you think, you know, they're own horses, but doesn't sound like uh, they are necessarily, especially when you got to have a large string. Yeah, you know, they don't – the people – the, the people that run them now are mostly corporations, you know. And uh, there's a big uh, there's a big concession company called Zantera that probably rents seven or eight hundred horses themselves that go to Glacier and up in northern Montana. You know they take care of uh, they take care of all the national parks and all the horses that get rented. So they're a very big customer. But you know most of them places when they close in the fall they want to be out of business. They don't want to have to hire somebody to take care of horses all winter. or Nobody wants that responsibility. So come fall, they send their horses back. And come December, they ride them off. And it really is a better deal for them that they don't. And that gives, 
Yellowstone Outfitters an opportunity to rent them a summer rental and then rent them for a fall rental to, you know, different hunting places and stuff. That's what makes it worthwhile. That's that's what makes the horse rental business good, when you can keep them rented six months out of the year. I was going to say, how do you, you know, you got to feed them 12 months out of the year. It's not like a boat or a motorcycle where you can put in a shed. you got to feed these things 12 months a year. So how do you establish the price? Do you figure that in? If you've got to have control, physical control of those horses for up to six months, there's some expense there for you. There's a there's a huge expense. But, you know, you, you figure it all in and try to keep track of everything and just hope that it turns out at the end of the year, which actually it's been it's been uh, it's been pretty good. As we uh, look forward for more fall sales and, you know, hanging around Wisconsin, been pretty darn good this year. What does this horse market look like to you? Because uh, the sale at Premier, I thought, was uh, very good as far as the prices were concerned. But but what do you see as the demand? People want mostly these trail horses versus maybe horses that can work cattle, which we don't have so much of ranches in our part of the country. But what do you see going forward through the rest of the fall and maybe into early next year when hopefully this COVID thing is behind us? Gentle broke horses. That's what people want. They can, you know, they, they tell you they want this, they want that. They want a horse they can get on, that they can tack up, that, that rides off, and that's not going to hurt them. That's, there's, there's a huge demand. There's a, there's, there's a shortage of horses. There's a huge demand for that kind of horses. And horses are high everywhere. I mean, you know, there's... Un, unbelievable things happen. A friend of mine had a sale two weeks ago and sold a horse for 150000 I mean, that really was just a gentle trail horse. It's just, um, Bob, it's, uh, there, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on that... They must be going to take that horse on a trail for gold or something. Hey, Dean, why is there such a shortage of horses? It was for a while that anybody that had a mare and an old stud, even though they might not have been worth a plug nickel... They bred them, and they were all kinds of colts. Has that pretty much died off now? That died off. You know, in 2008, you know, when our economy crashed, there was thousands and thousands and thousands of horses that were taken off the market. You know, they couldn't afford it. I mean, a, a little baby colt would bring $75. So, of course, the guys in the West that had big bands of mares and stuff, they pulled the plug out of them. I mean, I can, I can tell you 10,000 horses off the top of my head that uh, – that got removed, and, you know, so they'll never have colts again. That That's over with. And that's what happened. You know, there was just, uh, there was no demand in 2008, 9, and 10, and that's, that produced a shortage, you know, on down the road now. That's really hard to come back, you know. And the people that ride horses, you know, it gets a little more and more all the time. Trail riding and horse thing has gotten to be, it's gotten to be a big thing again here the last four or five years. And everybody wants, as you said, a gentle broke horse. And when you got, yeah, and you know what? For years, the horse was the cheapest thing out of your whole. You buy a trailer for forty or fifty thousand. You would buy a pickup for sixty thousand to pull the trailer. You'd go buy a saddle for two thousand, and then go buy a horse for seven hundred. You know. So I guess it was about time for the horse to. The demand made the horses a little higher, which is, I guess, it was high time. I got to ask you too. When you got the demand for this many horses, now you bring 150 in from Yellowstone, and there are other dude ranches at the Random Xterra, as you said. Who trains these horses? I mean, these horses don't train themselves. Although they get on a trail ride, they get pretty used to 
the day-to-day job that they're expected to do, but it takes a lot of a lot of horsemen and horse gals to get these horses where you need them. You know, we buy a lot of horses in the east, Ohio, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, South Carolina, and as much as you wouldn't think this, but there's a lot of Amish out there, for one thing, that do ride horses, ride a lot of horses, so that's where we get a lot of our horses that we send back west. You know, like the crossbreds and stuff, they're, they're just, there's more of them out there. Them horses, they get a long journey, you know. They, we buy them on one end of the United States and send them to the other end. We got more fall sales coming up around this part of the country that uh, will have more horses like you had, these trail horses? They'll have a few sales around, but the horse sales are getting scarce because, you know, it's pretty hard for one of them places to fire up and have just sell 20 head of horses. But I expect next that next summer we'll have, uh, depending on how things go, we'll probably have another horse sale. But that's unconfirmed. Just uh, like I said, it, it, they're just they're just hard to come by. That's uh, Dean Nolan over at Nolan Sales, who had that big horse auction with Rocky and the gang over at Premier Livestock a couple of weeks ago. And I can't believe Bob didn't walk out of there with a horse. But that's another story. And speaking of other stories, we'll be hearing from Rocky right after this. The simple click of a seatbelt can mean the difference between life and death. But don't just take it from me. As a nurse for the last 34 years, I've seen way too many people seriously hurt in crashes because they weren't wearing a seatbelt. Please protect yourself. Spare your family and emergency responders from needless trauma. Buckle up. Every seat, every trip, every time. A life-saving message sponsored by the U.S. and Wisconsin DOTs. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 29 minutes after 5 here at Wax 104.5 at the Midwest Farm Report. As we move up the barn alley, Rocky, I can't believe you didn't sell Bob a horse over there at that sale. You had him close, didn't you? I seen him jumping and jerking and itching around, and he said, "I just I couldn't get old Scott, and I didn't know if he'd feed it for me." And... <laughs> yeah, we could we could handle that. I, I would have fed it something, as long right. as he as long as he kept buying the hay, we'd be happy. You betcha. <laughs> well, we got more coming up. So. Well, good. Tell us what else you have going on over there, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott, and good morning, everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up at Premier Livestock. We sold right at 2,000 head. Uh, on the Fed cattle, steady trade, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 98. Low choice and selects, 80 to 86. Choice beef steers and heifers, 95 to $1.03. Market cows sold mostly 48 to 60. High yielding cows, 61 to 77.50. Market bulls, mostly 80 to $1.25. Organic market cows sold every month. They sold mostly from 70 to 90, low yielding and lightweight, 69 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves, the market continues strong, mostly from 100 to 160 per head. Your beef calves, 100 to 300. Holstein heifer calves, 20 to 75. Uh, top dairy cows on their dairy auction last Wednesday were from 1,800 all the way up to 2,500. Uh, majority of them cows top in that sale were pro cross. Top spring and heifers, 1250 to 17.5. We had some exceptional springing heifers, 1775 to 2000. This week, Wednesday, dairy cattle auction, we got a complete herd of 50 Holstein tie stall cows, going to be 68 pound tank average, very high component herd with a 4.9 butter fat, 132 on the cell count, 50 years of AI breeding. Those cows are outside daily. 
Uh, they're coming from Moore Farms out of Stanley, Wisconsin. Complete retirement dispersal there. Three loads of fresh parlor freestall cows. These are good ones. They're all two and three year olds. Uh, one load of them all being registered. Over 30 springing Holstein heifers plus breeding bulls. Don't forget this Tuesday, special feeder cattle, bread beef cow, cow calf pair auction, expecting five to six hundred head, uh, featuring many Angus. Hereford, and a really nice group of Red Angus cow-calf pairs. Questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Check our website. That'll be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And don't forget machinery auction coming up at Premier. Uh, we're accepting uh, consignments daily. That's coming up October 9th. But like I said, if you want the best advertising, get your equipment in soon. And if you have any questions, give us a call. So that's the way it's shaped up, Scott. Well, you're finding some high-class dairy cattle there, aren't you? And some oh. beef cattle that are really nice looking. Yes, yes. We've been very blessed by excellent cattle coming through the barn. And as always, if they can't make it to the barn, they can go to CattleUSA.com, right? You betcha. Bid online. We've been selling lots of cattle online, that's for sure. All right. We'll talk to you another time, Rocky. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock. At Withy. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715 748 Make the switch to ProVision Partners Senex Propane. They handle your residential, commercial, and agricultural needs. They're your full-service propane provider, and they offer 24-hour emergency services. If you're looking for reliability and affordability, make the switch to ProVision Partners Senex Propane and receive 50 gallons free. Check them out at ProVisionPartners.coop or call them at 1-800-944-1784. Find out how you can get 50 gallons free. Make the switch today. Some restrictions may apply. Call for details. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, I've had 62 degrees and the raindrops were falling on my head as I crossed the farmyard. I wanted to jump on a bicycle. Some people in the countryside will get that uh, little movie reference there. Some might not, but I don't know if the raindrops are going to be falling on our head too long today or much past noon. Let's see if we can raise Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 to tell us how long this rain system might be hanging around here and how fast it'll move through and 
when the sun might shine again. Yeah, I would say we probably got about five or six more hours of this rain, so it should be mainly out of here by the noon hour. There's actually a cold front that's going to be uh, sliding on through by the uh, noon hour. You'll notice the wind will pick up out of the west, northwest, and that'll bring in some drier air, so we'll get back into some clearing skies this afternoon after the rain this morning. So it's timing out pretty nicely. Just going to be a little wet for the next several hours. Temperature's going to be a little bit cooler than average, 73 today. We'll look at uh, overnight lows tonight. Some locations dropping in the 40s. Expecting a high with mostly clear skies down to 50 inside the city. A partly sunny sky tomorrow, 74. Sunshine and a warmer day on Wednesday, a high of 80. And it looks like we'll back back down in the 70s by Thursday and Friday with another cold front. But it should be generally dry the rest of the week. Right now in Eau Claire with the light rain, currently 62 degrees. I'm Sky Warren 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Looks like a whole nice week, like the last couple days, Kelly. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, we're headed into September now, so it's going to start to feel like it. By the way, yeah, this is the last day of the meteorological summer, isn't it? Well, tomorrow, actually, but yeah, yep. Oh, okay, so. Last day of August. Well, today is the last day of August, so today's the last you're, day. You're right. It is. Yep. I, my, I'm just all messed up. You're right. It is the 31st. For some hey, reason. Kelly, would you 30. say that one more time? Because I don't hear that too often. What? I messed up? No, no. I'm I, right. Oh, okay. You are right. <laughs> all right. I wanted to hear my wife, my wife to hear that this oh, morning. So. You don't hear that often, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> hey, thanks, Kelly. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 with another nice weather report. As those raindrops are falling on my head this morning, weather brought to you by... Brought to you by United Mutual. Focus on Energy is all about saving money for farmers in rural Wisconsin. One of those ways is through efficiencies you can find on the farms and green dryers and other equipment. I'm with Kevin Weiler from Focus on Energy, an energy advisor there. Kevin, tell me, if you would, about the efficiency program and how the partnerships work with it. Well, Focus on Energy, we work with 107 different utility companies throughout the state, and I'm an ag energy advisor for Northwest Wisconsin, just focusing on anybody in agriculture that is growing anything or has any animals at the farm. So what kind of efficiencies would you be looking for on the farm? This year, one of the biggest energy efficiency opportunities we've been seeing is grain drying. We've had a lot of customers reach out to us this year. Um, Last year was a very wet year. Crops were coming in, you know, with high moisture levels, and they've been reaching out to focus on energy to put in more energy-efficient grain dryers that will, you know, dry grain faster and use less energy. Uh, propane or natural gas. We offer $16 per bushel per hour with a 10-point moisture reduction on the new grain dryers. Now, I've been told that there's one St. Croix farmer who, through the partnerships with the utility and companies, that got quite a benefit out of this, and other farmers could too. Yeah, we worked, me and Tim Bartels from Excel Energy worked with uh, Dennis Mitchell. He's with Terry Farms by um, New Richmond, Wisconsin. They were looking to put in a new grain dryer this year, looking to upgrade from a tower to a mixed flow dryer. They received an incentive for about $35,000 through Focus on Energy, and they also received an additional $4,000 from Excel Energy for doing an energy efficiency project. Their grain dryer hours with the new dryers are going to be down about 35%, even though they're going to be drying more bushels this year. 
Kevin, how do people get a hold of you or get a hold of Focus on Energy to get involved in these programs? You can go to our website, and it's just focusonenergy.com, and you can search for Agricultural Business Advisors. There are four of us throughout the state, and we only work with agriculture customers. And um, you can reach out to us, and we can help you with anything on the farm, whether it's grain dryers, lighting, milking equipment, upgrades. There's money available to farmers, and, you know, we can help you through the whole process. Saving money with Focus on Energy on the farm. I'm Scott Schultz talking with Kevin Weiler, Focus on Energy, Energy Advisor. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 21 minutes before 6 as we head toward the milk house with this morning's Wax 104 Midwest Farm Report. Let's get on with the markets and go over to the Equity Altoona barn to hear the latest from Jim Lindsay. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford barn. Here's 90 to 94, the top of 97. Choice Holstein steers 84 to 90. Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers 84 and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 60 to 65. The top of 72. 60% of the cows sold from 46 to 60. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 46 and down. Cow bulls sold from 80 to 92. Thin, full horn and bulls weighing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to 120 dollars per head. Holstein heifer calves sold from 40 dollars per head and down. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $75 to $220 per head. If you'd like to consign any cattle to upcoming sales or would like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715-835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you very much, Jim. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on from the Stratford Equity Barn and Jerry and I were talking off here, here just for a second. Just to clarify, the raindrops were falling on my head while I was outside walking across the farmyard. The roof is stable here in the wax studio, I think. All right, Scott. Good morning. <laughs> well, we got that figured out. And uh, uh, and you, uh, when you introduced me, you know, you are right the second time today. Just so you know, you're correct again. So, you know, you're on a roll today. I'm on a roll. That's twice. Hey, uh, is it raining there, by the way, yet or not? Yeah, we had a little rain here uh, yep. earlier, oh, maybe half hour ago. It's uh, just a light rain. I'm, it's uh, not a prolonged thing. I was watching the radar kind of move through. But there's some more on the way there uh, all along the river coming. Uh, so I'm yep. anticipating we'll be, it'll be kind of a rainy Monday. So uh, It will be. At least that's not a problem with that. So. I mean, we, uh, we could always use a little shower. And, I'm, uh, you know, there's probably some places that have adequate moisture. But some of the lighter soils, an inch of rain would be very welcome and give us a break from all the stuff that's going on. But, uh, well, yeah. uh, corn is really moving on and beans are moving on. So, uh, yeah, we're probably in a little rain, and, but uh, just kind of a nice week, not that real hot weather. So we yeah, That's right. It's going to be a good and Jerry, I'm trying to save livestock as far as no heat index or anything like right. that. And some of us could use this shower more than others, but that's another story. Tell us what's going on at the barn, Jerry. Okay, Scott. Thank you very much and a very good morning to everyone. This will be the sales schedule uh, this week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, a full marketing week on tap. And as per usual, we do get underway Monday morning here. 
last day of August. Uh, we will start at 9.30 a.m. this morning with market cattle. Of course, we sell market cows this morning, fat cattle and bulls. We get to those baby calves around 11 o'clock this morning, and we'll finish up with the market cattle this afternoon. Tomorrow, Tuesday in Stratford here, a busy day does get underway tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock with our weekly hay auction. And uh, that, again, like I said, will be 10 o'clock. Dairy sale at 11 o'clock tomorrow, and we do have a very nice lineup of dairy cattle for you folks tomorrow. We do have a complete herd dispersal of Jersey cows and also Jersey heifers. Very nice herd of Jersey cows. So if you folks are in the Jersey business or in the, uh, just looking for a few Jerseys to add to your herd, uh, this will be a great opportunity for that sale tomorrow. Again, the herd has not been pushed, but very nice components at 4-4 butterfat, 3-5 protein, very respectful. 160 on the somatic and uh, the, these cows have ai records going back for generations so if you uh, want to register these cows you're able to do that we do have a catalog available there is a link on our website you can click on that so again that is going to be part of our dairy sale tomorrow starting at 11 o'clock with this very fine jersey dispersal and we also will sell market cows after the dairy sale tomorrow our wednesday auction does start at 10 o'clock with market cattle and also on wednesday we do sell sheep hog and goats and at uh our feeder cattle sale of course every wednesday at noon as part of our feeder sale this week we do have a, a consignment of hereford cows they have been exposed so if you folks in the beef business looking for some herefords we have those as part of the early consignments for that wednesday auction our thursday sale does get underway at 11 o'clock with market cattle and baby calves. And again, as I mentioned, uh, if you want to check on our website, uh, uh, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. There is a link there for a catalog for this Jersey herd if you folks are interested in that. So please uh, click on that for that. And also, if you got questions, certainly also we always look forward to hearing from the folks at 715-687-4101 is our phone number. So, Scott, that's what we have uh, for the folks this morning. And again, uh, uh, market update uh, tomorrow morning on the prices from today's sale. Everything will be updated, of course, and I'm sure you and Bob will be back here to, uh, so we can talk to you tomorrow morning. Absolutely. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. And, uh, yeah, make sure you got an umbrella that doesn't have any holes in it, too. <laughs> I'll do that. Thanks, Jerry. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. We'll be hearing from Michelle at uh, Tureen Livestock right after this. The Felons family is also excited to announce Felons Excavation. If you need a new driveway, basement, or ditching, Felons Excavation are the people to call. With over 25 years of experience, we are here for all your dirt moving needs from start to finish. Give Chuck a call at 715-773-0003. Again, that's Chuck with Felons Excavation, 715-773-0003. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 15 minutes before six bells here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. We have Michelle on from Turin Livestock. And Michelle, nobody can complain about yesterday's weather, could we? No, actually, it was a beautiful weekend. It really was. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Definitely had a fall effect to it, but it was definitely beautiful. But it is fall time, so. As our news director, Morgan McCarthy, pointed out, if you don't know why you live in Wisconsin in this area after this last couple of days, you might as well move. 
I know, right? Yep. It, it, it's so true. Yep. Yeah. It is, a, it is a beautiful, I mean, it was definitely great weather to do stuff outside and just, yeah, it was beautiful. That's right. So tell us what's going on at the market tonight. All right. Thank you, Scott. Coming up the week of August 24th at Trainless Market in the Slavic Market for last week, we tapped at 70. 81% of the cows sold from 48 and above. Market cows were 62 to 69, low yielding cows 48 to 61, thin and weak cows 46 and down. In the Holstein steer market, 82 to 93, choice 82 to 93, selects were 80 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice 87 to 98, selects were 86 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 82 to 94 and a half, with the utilities at 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosts and bull calves sold from 70 to 140. $40 per head, lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves are $25 to $70 per head, beef calves 90 to 245 per head. In the hog market, there's no test on the butchers. Sows were 15 to 26 and a half, boars were 9 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all those that livestock, your family owned in that market, have a great day. Thank you so much, Michelle, and we'll talk with you tomorrow. Sounds good. Take all care. Right. You too. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Join compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's HOPE to 83393. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Monday morning, that means Dan Undersander joins us, our state forage specialist on our next Corral Alfalfa Update program. And then as we look at the calendar, today is August 24th. We're awful close to September 1st, and that should send a message, shouldn't it, to folks in their alfalfa stands? That's right, Bob. Uh, September 1 is our recommended last cutting date uh, prior to a late fall cutting uh, for most of your listening audience. Uh, Again, the idea with alfalfa is that we want to either cut uh, early enough that it can re- that it can regrow, use up the carbohydrates in the roots, and then put them back before winter, or we want to come in October, late in the fall, and cut so late that it won't regrow at all. Either way, we're entering the winter with a, a tank full of gas, so to speak, carbohydrate concentrations high in the roots. Uh, We can cut later than September 1. Uh, The data that we assembled many years ago shows that uh, you can cut a week late and 25% of the time you'll be safe. But three-fourths of the time it won't grow back sufficiently to give you 
good root carbohydrates for the winter. Uh, obviously, this fall growth depends on the weather. Uh, September 1 is the, uh, the safe date. Uh, every year, uh, some years, uh, people will go a little bit later. And, uh, but then they are entering the winter with less carbohydrates in the roots. The impact of that is that, again, if we have a winter with a lot of snow, it doesn't make too much difference. But if we have a situation where the snow comes and goes, we maybe have a green up and freeze back, then those alfalfa stands have thinned. Uh, the other thing, too, is that if we cut later into September, if the alfalfa does survive the winter, it doesn't green up quite as fast in the spring, and the first cutting yield is not as high as it could be. So uh, it's really important at this time, much more than farmers realize, to uh, make that uh, last cutting by September 1. Uh, a week later is already disadvantaging that plant and giving us reduced carbohydrates for winter survival and or for spring green up next spring. So it's uh, kind of a hidden thing, but it is important to recognize that at least over the last 45 years, as we've looked at the weather in the state, uh, September 1 is the time when we have a 100% chance that we'll have adequate regrowth of the alfalfa. Every week after that, the chance gets less and less. So uh, do think about a September 1 cutting date if you want good winter survival and if you want high yield for first cutting next year. And we still have about a week to go before we get to September 1st, so there's still time. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, with us once again on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Thanks for that, Bob and Dan. And let's have a glance at some more of the farm news. The uncertainty of government supports for farmers next year could keep national farmland cash rental prices at or below this year's prices. That's according to a University of Illinois agricultural economist. Gary Schnitke said federal payments last year and this year kept many farmers at or above break-even points. But questions about whether such aid will be available into 2021 is affecting those rental prices. He said cash rental prices could be $10 to $15 an acre lower in some areas, but that prices in some high-rent areas, such as Iowa, where this year's yields will be reduced because of recent events, the prices could be up to $50 an acre less than this year's prices. The average cash rental price this year for an acre of non-irrigated Wisconsin farmland was $138 an acre, up $1 from last year. Pasture land in the state averaged $35 an acre, down $5 compared with last year. In our area, Pierce County had this year's highest rental cost at $142 an acre. And a couple of quick local and state news articles. Governor Tony Evers is urging President Donald Trump to reconsider his visit to Kenosha on Tuesday. The president plans to meet with law enforcement and survey the damage from the recent civil unrest following the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Evers sent a letter to Trump that reads in part, quote, I'm concerned your presence will only hinder our healing. I am concerned your presence will only delay our work to work to overcome the division and move forward together, end quote. Police said 175 arrests have been made in connection with protests over the police shooting of Blake. The charges include curfew violations, carrying concealed weapons, burglary, 
and possession of controlled substances. Police said 102 of those arrests were people who reside in the cities outside of Kenosha. Wisconsin has 537 new confirmed coronavirus cases with three more deaths. That's according to the latest information from state health officials. That brings the state total of confirmed cases to just over 75,000 with 1,122 deaths. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com for free estimates. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we've reached the, we've reached the milk house here with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at the morning markets, though. Corn for December is at 364, up 4. December oats at 272, up 4. November soybeans at 965 up 15. Soybean meal for October at $308.40 a ton is up $4.30 and December wheat at 553 is up 5. The country elevator prices, corn at Golden Plump in Arcadia is at 308. Corn at the Countryside Cooperative Elevators in Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek and Osseo is at 301 and soybeans there is at, are at 915. Stevens Point has soybeans at 896, Elk Mound has corn at 308 and beans at 912, Sparta corn is 318 and beans 906, Ellsworth corn is 293 and beans 915, the ethanol plants, Boyceville has corn at 320, Stanley at 317 and New Richmond at 307. A look at the morning dairy markets, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday down one at 143, 40-pound blocks down three and three quarters at 182 and three quarters, and grade double A butter down two at 144 and three quarters. On the class three milk futures, September is at 1569, up 22. October, 1764, up 29. November, 1734, up 11. And December, 1677, that's steady. And those prices are expected to be mostly up through June. Well, that wraps it up for us. We're going to clean up the equipment here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 62 degrees and rainy this morning, but a nice-looking week coming ahead. Whatever you do out there for chores today, please be careful doing it, folks. 